0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Behind the Braves, presented by Jostens. Uh, again, you know, you heard me talk about it last week, Greg, my Jostens World Series ring. I've been showing it off to the family on vacation uh, this week and whatnot, and uh, they're all as impressed with it as, well, as everybody is when they see it. So you need to head over to Jostens.com slash Braves, check out the World Series ring-inspired merch, our beloved paperweight. I'm at the point, I think you and I need to buy... We need to go in together and buy a bunch of those, and we'll give them out as gifts to to people. (laughs) Maybe that's our parting gift for all Behind the Braves guests. But uh, jostens.com slash Braves. Go check out some cool World Series ring-inspired merch there. Um, One person that a lot of you are familiar with his work, you just maybe don't know it. Some of you, I'm sure a lot of you actually do follow this man online. His Instagram is great. He shares a lot of his best work there. Uh, You've seen his work on Sports Illustrated covers. I know when when LSU won the football championship a couple years, ago there's that great shot of joe burrow running and he's he's pointing his finger that is taken by our, our guest today who is the team photographer the, for the Atlanta Braves? Kevin Lyles. Kevin, is somebody I work with every day when we're here at home as our team photographer. He's the main driving force. Who's out there getting capturing content, capturing photos for us of the game, everything that happens before the game, events that aren't even related to the game but the Braves are involved in. That's that is all being driven by Kevin Lyles, and he's just he's a great dude and extremely talented. Great to work with, and yeah, I think you you I mean he's he touches all part parts of this organization. Sure. I mean
1: with with all of your many events he's always he does a lot of work for you too correct yeah and the, i have alumni that are always asking for photos and and then i'm always wanting them to capture some of the vip experiences that we have whether it's fantasy camp Braveford day alumni weekend alumni sunday and and of course you know we're a business so we want to capture those not only for memories but also to be able to promote what we're doing and we live in the age to where there's so many places to post that stuff with facebook and instagram and twitter and all that so i i, I love it and, and i have him coming out to uh, a big event that we're doing for the first time here and in the uh, native american showcase and so he's going to document that for us and but i just get the chance to, you think about the sights and sounds of the ballpark and i look back on my career and some special photos that i had and then i think about some of the special events with some of the alumni that aren't here with us anymore and being able to capture that and it's just a real art um, and I love what Kevin does as well. And and uh, it's real special to have, be able to have someone that quality that worked with us. Absolutely. Well, he's got a really
0: cool story of how he decided to become a photographer and how he ended up here. And uh, you get to hear a lot about the ins and outs of his job and what it takes and what he does on a daily basis. So let's get right into it then. Here he is, Braves team photographer. Kevin Lyles. Well, Kevin, thank you for joining us here on Behind the Braves. Uh, I'm not just saying this because you're here, and I do say this to you a lot, but I, I say this when you're not around, too. Uh, you are the best photographer in Major League Baseball, <laughs> and we're very lucky to have you as part of the Braves family. So, And I, you're somebody I've wanted to have on the show for a while because I just, A, I just respect you and your work so much and what you do. Um, and I li- I love being able to work with you, and you got a great personality. And just not just baseball, I mean, all of your work that you've done. You've had SI, covers. You do amazing work for us. You've had work not even related to sports that has appear what Washington post, New York times. All, I mean, I mean, it's, it's pretty fascinating the career that, that you've had. So there's so many places to start, but I kind of want to go all the way back to the beginning of what first got you interested in photography. Like what was the thing that that sparked that in you? Well, thank you. I appreciate it. That means a lot to me. Uh, it really
2: does. Um, and I love working with you guys. It's so much fun coming here. People ask me all the time, like how can you shoot baseball all the time? And, you know, obviously it does get monotonous or things about it that, that, you know, over and over again are, are not the greatest, but you know, it sounds in, like a job. Yeah. it's, it's a job. <laughs> And you know, when the, I don't travel, so when the team travels, I'm off. And so mm. it's like, you know, it's not that bad. You know, I have, you know, seven to 10 here and then seven to 10 at home or doing other stuff. So it's, it's a nice little break, but to answer your question, it started way back in two thousand. I got a job as a reporter at a small town newspaper down in Moultrie, Georgia, the Moultrie Observer. Uh, <laughs> just to back up a little bit, um, I had gone to school, uh, was going to school about Austin State and I was studying psychology and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I was just like, psychology sounded fun. And I think I had bounced around a few majors. And uh, anyway, I, I quit school. I was like, man, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I'll, I'll figure this out later. And a buddy of mine owned a wing shack and I was frying wings and I was shooting pool about 30. 30 hours a week. I was doing it. <laughs> In Moultrie? It, this was in Valdosta. This is in and I Obviously nothing constructive with my life and my mom was like you win or you get a job like this will not stand and she was just on me all the time and so I got a job as a reporter almost out of spite. I was like I'll get a job I'll show you and I had one one hour journalism class at Valdosta State and I was like ah reporter you know we'll do that and I applied and I got the job and I had never taken pictures professionally and they handed me a film camera and we're like you have to shoot probably half or more of your assignments. So I just I mean I can't tell you how fast that happened but I just fell in love with photography. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever." It was right at the beginning of the digital uh, transition. You know, we're still shooting film, but a friend of mine was a photographer and he uh, at a newspaper and he um, was shooting digital and I was looking at his work and I was just I was just blown away. I kid with people was like finding Jesus. I was like <laughs> it just changed my life completely and I was like this is is what I want to do and so it took me several years of working at uh, smaller newspapers and working into a photographer role and then I went back to school to finish my degree to go work at a large newspaper was my ultimate goal as a staffer um, but I so I went back to school when I was I know I'm fast-forwarding a lot, but I graduated when I was like 31, Mm -hmm. and that was 2011. But by the time I graduated, the Great Recession had hit, and there were just no jobs. Mm -hmm. So I just started freelancing full-time, and here we are. So that's a kind of a really condensed version of it. But
0: how, how did, so when I'm, I'm fascinated by like being able to freelance, like how do you, how, what was your first like freelancing gig? Where, or how did you kind of go, okay, I think I can make a living doing this as a freelancer for yeah. a while. Cause it's, I would imagine, especially starting out the security of that, there's probably not a lot of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you know, uh, one thing I did skip in there is when I went back to
2: school. So I was working at the Griffin Daily News when I quit newspaper and to go back to school, I, went to Clayton State. During that same time, I started um, working as an assistant almost full-time with Sports Illustrated. So I was one guy, this guy named Bob Rosado, who's a staff photographer with Sports Illustrated. Who do They do not have staff photographers anymore, believe it or not. It's all freelance. It's wild. <laughs> Just how everything's changed. But Bob had moved from Miami to Fayetteville, Georgia. And I had assisted a couple of guys before that. And I called him up. I was like, hey man, if you need an assistant, you know, I'm around. He met with me. and I started working with him like immediately. And so I'd met a lot of contacts. You know, that and working for Sports Illustrated, traveling around the country, working these big games, you know. And so I had was able to get some work that way. But when I first graduated, I called Clayton State and said, Hey, I called the marketing lady. I was like, If you need any help, she was like, Matter of fact, we're doing an entire rebranding campaign. And she knew some of my work. I'd done some work for the newspaper at Clayton State. She said, I'd love to hire you. And I was like, Oh my God. She was like, How much do you charge? And so I just like came up with a number. And they're like, Yes. And I was like, (laughs) Great. And so that was a huge, uh, big, job to begin with. But you're right. I mean, it, I didn't have, I didn't have any responsibilities. I wasn't married. I have kids. Cause like I was applying for these staff jobs and there were none. So I was down to applying for jobs at like Home Depot and Staples, hmm. you know, which whatever, if you got to work, you got to work. Sure. And so my deal was like, I told myself, if I can get one freelance job a week, you know, or like four a month that's going to pay about what $11 an hour at Staples is going to pay. So it's like, you know what, if I can just somehow make this work, I think I can do it. So it took a probably another year before I was like, okay, I think things is going to work. And just working contacts that I had gained, you know, through the years at SI. And then 2014, I got my first gig shooting for SI and then shooting for the New York times. And then that, when that, those things published it starts growing organically like they people see it and you know oh you worked here you work here you know and it just starts kind of building on hmm. its own
1: well you haven't um i know you haven't been around the organization as uh that long because if you didn't you know when you started shooting for us but we have a long history of photographers mm-hmm. and uh, the name walter victor oh yeah the, did, i don't know if you ever got a chance to meet walter I did. did you i did oh my gosh what a piece of work what a great man and yeah. um i think he was a world war ii vet and but he had the camera that you look down that way. Oh, yeah. 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 And so Walter was notorious for his shots that maybe or maybe not didn't get you all the way in the frame. <laughs> so Walter would come up and he'd go, hey, let me get a picture. Oh, hey, thanks. All right. We'll thanks, guy. But I have this. Um, uh, and then, of course, Chris Hamilton uh, came along and was did predominantly all the pictures for the Braves, but he didn't work for us. So he owned all the photos, hmm. which is different now. I, th- I think we own... All all the pictures that mm-hmm. you take, right? Yep. And so um, so a lot of times I'll call Chris. I think he's retired now. And I, if there's a shot of an alumni or something that I need, a lot of times if it's a certain play, I'll call him and his wife Rita and, and they, they help me out. But but Walter uh, was amazing. There's a shot of family day was always a big deal because mm-hmm. the kids got to come out and we'd pitch to them and do a little softball or we'd do football and things. But my daughter, my oldest daughter, she was about three years old at the time, and it has me swinging the the bat with her, and the ball is like right here. And she's getting ready to hit. She's got her eyes closed, <laughs> and it was on the cover of the AJC. Oh wow! And um and sure, in the background is Walter. a <laughs> big Walter <laughs> <with his hair. laughs> camera looking down. Yeah, but uh, so I, every time I see that, of course, it's my daughter's favorite picture um, mm-hmm. of us. But but every time I see that, I think about he was just the sweetest guy. But he was the when I think about team photographer, he was always out there. Yeah, you know, and he just was old school and and uh, just going to talk about things. And, and so, but he wasn't out there running around like you were, right? <laughs> running out there on the field during the walk-offs with yeah. all that. I, I just want to know how, how many different things have you gotten thrown on you? I mean, because <laughs> I see dirt, I see seeds, I see water. I see, what other things have you been getting on you? You know, it's, the worst are going to be like the
2: sugary stuff, you know, like the Gatorade. Right? <laughs> yeah. right, right. on, you, on your camera lens, right? Everything, right? You just see it and you just brace, you know. You know it's coming. There's not much you can do about it. You just clean it. I mean, i tell you the worst is uh, champagne. Oh, I bet, yeah. You know, we put rain covers and stuff when we go in the in the, uh, in the locker room um, and the clubhouse and, and, and cover those celebrations, but, you know, it doesn't get everything. You know, and you can't put anything over the front of the lens. So, like, or you can put a filter, but Gets it's in those cracks. Yeah, you know, like, but, you know, the, some of those those big celebrations
1: is worth it, you know. You just send the Braves an invoice for a new lens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I, say That's now. what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I said, remember those pictures? Yeah, this is what That's it's right. Called. Hey, you remember that celebration? Well, it was a little bit more expensive than you thought. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Kevin,
0: you work. I mean, you. I, I feel like you're. I mean, I know you get when the teams on the road, you're off. But the, still, there's there's events that are happening when the teams mm-hmm. not playing that you're covering. I mean, you're you're yeah. Like Greg's raising his hand here. He's got events that you that you mm-hmm. cover. I mean, you're you're always. I mean, you're you're you're. Seemed like to me, anyways, you're always here. What is there anything that? Well, you mentioned it earlier. Like it, it, baseball can be monotonous. How do you keep? The- Things fresh for yourself, and yeah. and is a little bit of a leading question for me because I know like one thing you'll do is every now and then you'll go up on the roof of the ballpark yeah. and shoot, and those those pictures, some of the coolest pictures we've had from the Braves are from yeah. that angle. So I know that's one way you do it, but what are some ways that you keep keep things fresh for you? Because it is a it's a it's great. I love working in baseball. I know you do. I know Greg does too. Now as a front office member, but it is a grind at times. So how do you keep it fresh for yourself? That's
2: a good question. And you're right. I mean, it's 81 games a year, and uh, it. It does, it does become a grind. You know, one thing I'll try to do is shoot from a different location, like the roof. I love the roof. Um, it's a bit of a situation to get up there. I, right, that, and that was why I brought it up too. I want to, how do you get up there? Yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, there's two ladders that get up there on, um, either side of the stadium. <laughs> you can see them. Uh, and you know, you have to put a harness on and I clip in and like put clips on as I go up the ladder. Uh, Cause what's wild is when you look down from the ladder, you have this little concrete platform. Well, that would hurt obviously, <laughs> but if you fell outside of that platform, it's It'll over. Work. Like in-stop. You know, it's like another 100 feet to the next thing or whatever it is, you know. Um, so mm. it's a little bit nerve-wracking. But, I mean, you you have a harness you're clipped in. Um, you get to the roof, and then you got to open the latch, you know, and then crawl out of that. Um, and then it's just – it's like a football field up there. It's huge. Have you ever it's been It's not angled, is, it, no, is it? No, 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 no. no. Flat? It's, it's flat. I mean, you could – it's it's like – uh I don't know what you would call the kind of roof it is, but it's like little beams you could step on every, you know, like 12 inches. It's not drywall in between, is it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Pl- a yeah, like yeah. A- <laughs> that would be terrible. So
1: it's yeah, it's just hit those beams.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, and it's huge when you're up there. Uh it's so cool to be right there in front of the Truist Park sign. Oh. I mean the, the the gate, I mean the latch is like right in front of it. Um but you know, shooting up there is, is is a lot of fun. You have to prepare. You have to take lots of water. Mm. Um, you it's know, gotta be it, a little warm up there. Yep, it's warm. And there's a there's a um, a winch. I forget the word for it, <laughs> like a crane situation with chains that put in bags in and pull your cameras up and pull it down. So otherwise, you got to backpack it.
1: Wow, they thought of everything, didn't they? Well, that's or is the... that for snipers? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a story about <laughs> snipers. Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working with Sports Illustrated, we were at uh, it was either NBA semifinals or the finals and i was in miami i'm
1: glad you didn't say rocker in new york (laughs) (laughs) well the, the rosado the
2: guy i was working with um i had so we to back up a little bit when we worked those big games we put remote cameras in the catwalk and we also have strobes up there so we shoot on lights you know and uh bob was like when you go up there watch out for the snipers and I was like, Man, "Come on, like you know, like I thought it was like an old rookie joke, you know, or going you know, snipe hunt yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know." Keys just, to the banners box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, I go up there to check on this camera like halftime, you know. And of course, this is a you know NBA Finals. The security's through the roof at these kind of things. Sure enough, there's a guy up there with a long gun and a and a, a German shepherd in the catwalk, sitting there. And I just turned around and it was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and this like, this is, I mean, he he wasn't worried, but it just scared me to death. And I was like, "Wow, they're." Really are snipers at these big games mm-hmm. uh, blew my mind. But up there, uh, but that all that the 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 wench and whatnot—that's for maintenance for them to use for all that stuff up there. Um, but yeah, I mean, shooting from the roof is one way. I will—I'll um, use different equipment. Like I'll rent different lenses just to get a different look. Uh, helps out a lot, believe it or not, because looking through the same lenses, it just changes things when you look at diff- look at it through different lenses. Um, Do you have a question?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say it reminded me of some of those old bloopers Videos of the cameraman with like the uh, the, the things you never see in yeah. the red ballparks, and they're finding you know people like kissing up in the right oh, hand yeah, corner. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you have some pictures of uh, some things that you've uh, taken that are, I mean, just, you didn't intend for them to be well, you know, crazy as they were, but they probably end up pretty cool.
2: Yeah, like one game I shot, uh, I called it, it was 800 millimeters effectively. It was a 400 millimeter lens on a two times converter, 2x converter. So, anyway, I know, don't get too technical about this stuff, but a super long telephoto lens. I shot the whole game that way. And so I have a picture of like a bunch, you know, like, I don't know how many rows of seats and a couple kissing right in the middle of it. So, wow. You know, I do have a weird photo. Like yeah, that. that's cool. But just to do that, you know, or I'll go hang out with somebody, uh, you know, for a few innings, like, uh, you know, someone selling food or just get something different. Cause mm-hmm. there's so many things that help tell the story of baseball than just the action. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, fans are never, I mean, they never <laughs> cease to be be amazing yeah, to me
1: right <laughs> that is true I
2: mean I do that at any game you know SEC game especially SEC football man and now I covered NASCAR for a few years I mean you you have a, yeah. you know big tie to NASCAR NASCAR fans are something special to me they
0: are there's, <laughs> there's some great pictures to be taken that's for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Ricky's uh, uh, DNA all over the place that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, sure Blooper you got some cool shots Oh that, right? man,
2: you, I mean if, if you're out there doing anything with photography uh, uh, here you're going to get Blooper <laughs> in it. <you> know?
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I, um, I, you've taken so many and there's so many to choose from, I'm sure, but are there any, let's go br- both Braves and non-Braves pictures mm-hmm. that you've taken that really stand out to you that have an s- extra special meaning to you, or it's just, they're just your favorites?
2: You know, one that stands out uh, is, gosh, this would have been 2019. Everything's before or after the pandemic now, right? Right. So <laughs> this was 2019. Uh, Culberson was playing left field and he threw uh, we're playing the Marlins mm-hmm. I don't know who he threw out but he threw out somebody from left field um, and McCann caught it and uh, it was a sequence of uh, pictures so first off uh, I was in the outside third base uh, photo well and of course it was like ninth inning I, th- yep. I think that would have won the game no because we would have it would, it would have given the Marlins the lead the lead so yep. we would have gone to the bottom of the ninth so it was top of the ninth yeah and uh, anyway guy hit it uh, to left field and Charlie threw it so hard that he when he after he let go his body went horizontal and I got one picture of that and then swung to home plate and got the slide and then McCann stood up and just gave this like caveman like you know and it was like, you could just, I get cold chills. Like just when, when and McCann did that on a, uh, a walk off one time. And I remember I (laughs) can't, he did a walk off and he just did that same scream. And I did it too. (laughs) I was holding the camera, you know, the
0: whole time. Uh, but that, that one stands out to me. And that was if you asked me to pick a, a player moment from the twenty nineteen season, that was yeah. the moment. Like yeah. if you had to pick one. To me, I remember we talked about that here in the office in the marketing department. Like that was that was it. Yeah. That moment that game, because that was just an incredible thing, incredible thing to see live. Yeah. And I remember getting those pictures from you and then we immediately I think we even had like there was a sequence of, of I, I know there's at least one, the one picture of Charlie like like literally like Superman. Yeah. Like like that's what he looked like. He looked like he was flying through the air like Superman. That's how hard he threw. Yeah, and that picture of McCann doing the yeah. oh, that's uh, and the yeah the fact you're able to get both of those on that same play that's pretty incredible Well, I mean
2: I just got like one frame of Charlie or you know I had just half a second to swing around and I don't know if I even got the slide as much but you can see I can't remember his name you can see the Marlins guy in the background was just like no you know? <laughs> right, right, he had just scored
1: it was yeah. like oh my god <laughs> well, do you take a picture like that and you think man this is just this is phenomenal do you send it somewhere and say this has got to win some sort of an award or this has got to be something i want to frame this one this is going to be my private collection i mean do you have some of those that you've taken like this is what i i really envisioned about being as as good as it gets right here this picture it hits all the things for me
2: you know uh that i i don't have any i don't enter any contests like i i've I started out when I started out in newspaper and I entered contests and I I think people that some people are just really good at contests I'm not like I was never able to win anything and I was like I don't know I just just don't really enter contests but I mean that's a good question I have a handful of pictures that that mean a lot to me I mean that that's one of them um you know I've got several from last season that that mean a lot you know one um I can't remember which player it might have been Heredia was actually someone I think Matthew Grimes got a picture of me getting champagne poured on me Mm, Um, right and that's cool like that one of course I didn't take it but that one means a lot you know to show that I'm you know part of the crew too you know it's not just being on, on this side of the camera
0: well, I think it's so cool it's 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 not just cool it's important work that that you and Matthew and the photographers do and we on last week's episode behind the Braves we, we recorded it in my office and Greg and I we were joking about all just I've got my walls are just covered with stuff and yeah. I mean, just stuff everywhere but the reason I do that is a lot of it that I put stuff, I hang stuff up because each thing means something to me. There's a reason I put it up on the wall. Yeah. My favorite picture of all time was a NASCAR photographer. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be the flag man. Mm. I, like a NASCAR official gave me an old set of flags and I would find somewhere in the infield and I would sit there and flag the race <laughs> like I was the flag man. And uh, somebody took a picture of me at Martinsville, Virginia in turn two. I'm waving the green flag and literally in the there's it's from behind. So you see me stand there with my little flag and then dad's car is going by in front nice. of me. It's just like you see the crowd in the background but it's just me and him. Yeah. Like, And it's like I, I'm so thankful that, that that photographer was there and was shooting that because that yeah. that single picture tells us a, really the story of my childhood. Oh, yeah. And that's what I think about with with, with what you do um, with your work is this is this is telling the story of the Braves and Braves baseball and what we do. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. it's it's just well, amazing. Well and the
1: players I know I have some pictures that they don't mean as much to anybody else, but they mean a lot to me, whether it's yeah. I have Steve Bedrosian, Jay Hal, myself, and we all have our, you know, National League uh, Division mm-hmm. Championship shirts on, and, and we just, you know, champagne poured all over us, but I got the photographer, Chris, to take a picture of us, because mm-hmm. I was like, hey, can you take a picture of us, and I'd love to, can you get this to me? Have you had guys come up, I mean, especially I would imagine last year, they're oh, like, yeah. hey, can you get a picture of us? Can you send it to me? And, yeah. I mean, has a lot of that stuff been going on for you.
2: Oh, yeah, you know, and, and one thing I've found it is that players don't always get the photos of them like i had a, a, a Shane Carl pitcher reached out mm-hmm. to me um, last week hey man do you, i need some do you have any pictures from the 2018 clinch and i was like oh man you don't have those he was like no so i'm getting pictures to him for, That's uh, great. and i realized yeah. that some of these guys don't have them and it's like man yeah. these things are sitting on a hard drive like mm-hmm. of course yeah. Well,
1: we have, we know we can get into photo shelter you know, yeah. but, but i don't think anybody on the team knows how to get into photo I know, shelter right, <laughs> right. it's not the easiest thing That's so right. yeah
2: you know and of course they have this app called Greenfly where they get images dumped in from each game but they there's a lot of stuff that, that doesn't get in there, you know, like the the like well, I've, I remember Sal and Eddie wanted a picture of them together in the dugout. And so I take that and I make sure that I text it like mm. or send it out like right then, because, you know, it, it's a game every day. So that can get yeah. lost mm. pretty quickly. Wow. But you're right. Getting those pictures. um, And it's the it's not it's not the. Sexy, crazy pictures. That means a lot. It's the pictures of the, like Sal and Eddie said, they had never had a picture of them together on the bench there, you know? So it was, it's cool to be able to provide that and give that to them and show them, you know, my value and being able to, you know, enhance, Mm -hmm. you know, what they have. Yeah, that's great.
0: What is a, just a typical day in the life of team photographer, the Atlanta Braves? What does a typical day look like for you as far as when you get here, things you, and I know you've got a different shot list that you Mm got to go through every day, but what does a typical day look like for you?
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I get here before, uh, batting practice. So, you I know, mean, I'll get here on like three, three thirty. batting practice starts, you know, four, four 30. So I'll try to get, uh, you know, some photos of the guys you have to, well, what I think about is like, basically each player is his own brand now. Right. It's mm-hmm. a lot different with social media. So I'll try to get pictures of them that they might use, you know, so it doesn't have to be, I mean, if it's a picture of them standing there, you know, whatever, it doesn't have to be some crazy action picture. Uh, so I get pictures of them at, at batting practice and then i I'll have a little bit of a lull and then I get in place for, you know, the pregame stuff. Um, and sometimes like this week is a list appreciation week. So I've got an event out in the, uh, battery, you know, in about an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'll go do that for a little bit then come to the game or get ready for pregame. Um, and it's funny because, you know, the players all have these routines and, you know, obviously I do too. So like I come to my little station, got my towel and my cameras and my little table for my laptop. And so, um, you know, just get falling into this routine every day, but, you know, get ready for pregame. Stuff that's you know you know 6:30 to seven and then you jump right into the game and then you know during the game I'll try to get out some images right after first second inning get some of the starting pitcher uh, you know I'll wait until we bat at least first because Acuna's is always first right you know right. can't miss that so I'll get some of that get those out and then you know just kind of try to tell the story of the game you know like last night obviously it was Strider right so it was lots of Strider photos uh, but you know it, every day and it doesn't change a whole lot but it can sh- you know change depending on what's happening. Sometimes, you know, it's not all getting, you know, awesome pictures of action. You know, a lot of times I have to shoot stuff for the corporate side of stuff. I have to get a picture of a sign in the right. third inning, right? Or whatever, you know, it's part of the duties. It's not all just, you know, action and, and and really fun, cool stuff. I mean, some of it is just part of the gig where you have to get signs. Or, you know, I had to go take a picture of a lemonade stand. You know, it's an absolute
0: <laughs> lemonade stand. You know, whatever, it's part of the gig, you know. It's right. the way it is. Well, I, I knew even as we're taping this today. Last night was the the Cardinals' last game in town Mm -hmm. uh, for the season, and we did the little on-field presentation the team did on-field presentation for albert Pujols, wishing him well in retirement and and i was watching from the press box and Marcelo zuna brought out the the barrel of uh, peaches and peanuts and they had the big check to the Pujols family foundation and all that but i was watching and you know and they they did the the bro hug thing or whatever yeah. and albert tipped his cap but you know there wasn't really the they didn't stop for the ceremonial big check p- picture yep. and i kind of wondered i was like huh how's kevin like how does kevin capture this and but then and sure enough you uploaded your first batch of, of photos from the game and I thought well, you know what this these are awesome because it's the pictures of them like there's a picture of them hugging there's a picture of Albert tipping his cap to the crowd and I was like for for me on the social media side that's perfect that's yep. that's exactly what it, we want it to be is like we're wishing him well and that's that captures it so it's just it was that was more of me just being like a fly on the wall observing like because yeah. I know like how it's supposed to go there's supposed to be the <laughs> shot with the big check and all that but that didn't happen yeah but uh, it's still, still, so it's like a routine. But there's still there's different stuff every day, yeah. every single day. Right?
2: And you know, with like with like that kind of thing, of course, I was thinking they're going to stop. You know, but but again, there's no one out there directing them either. Right. So it's just you know, and they're they're not going to do that on their own. They're just like I'm. You know, thank you. And pool Hall's you know, he he's very. Um, reserved. He's not going to stand there and take up the limelight. He's like, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I'm going to be on my way. And so, uh, when that happens, I'm not going to stop him and be like, you know, hey Albert, you know, Hey Marcel, I need y'all back. So really you just roll with it. And, but you know, the one thing about this job is you just have to be ready. Like I have to be 100% ready when that moment happens because it's seconds, you know, it's absolute seconds. You got to be dialed in exposures, right. Flashes, right. All this stuff, because there's no do overs. Yeah. You know, that's one thing you learn, you know, really quickly. Um I remember I guess I was uh one of my first jobs with you guys was going to Cooperstown to cover chippers. Oh
1: right. Oh yeah. I
2: started the week before. So um and I got a got an email, hey, you know, I don't know if you can go, but we're you know, when you go to Cooperstown. I was like, absolutely. (laughs) But uh I was at chippers, uh, like, you know, like the party that night where it's all the, the, you know, his friends and family, you know, the big party. And, uh, I remember how quickly I had to be ready, like little group shots of people mm-hmm. and that, you know, that's not like a really like difficult thing, but you got to have everything dialed in. Like you got to have your flash ready, your lights ready. It's different, you know, lighting. That was
1: kind of like in a barn or something. Yeah. I yeah, was there. It was, I was dark. There. I remember it was, yeah. it was a different type of place. Yeah. And they were outdoors, indoors.
2: Yep. And all of a sudden there was a sponsorship photo they needed for Coke. Cause they had the little chipper. Coke bottles and they were like, we need this. And I remember being like, wow, this is like a different level of like quickness than, you know, than a lot of jobs. Right. So, you know, you just have to be ready and, and roll with it and know what you're doing to get it done quickly. Cause you can't be like, oh, I need to do that again. You know what I mean? Right. And probably the biggest example of that for me is doing
1: team photo. And Greg, and greg's laughing and shaking his head had some experiences oh gosh, with that wow yeah I was always where was mark lemke gonna be and he's doing just doing something crazy in the photo you know just making that or is dion here or whatever i mean there's always oh, something yeah. some type of drama i think it, that team when you say that i think that's what got dion traded <laughs> he didn't show up for a team photo and everybody else was there
2: oh wow wow okay. now
1: now the starting pitcher won't be there for now a one for us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, when you do it now, but yeah. I don't remember that ever being an issue. So, how do you now Do you, they have to be photoshopped in?
2: I don't know. Like, I remember one year I did it. I guess it was 2018. Julio was the starting pitcher. And then I think Ensung like, was going to photoshop him in. It may or may not have worked. And then it was like, <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about it. Cause I left a hole for him. <laughs> right. And it just, whatever. <laughs> it's not easy to photoshop, you know, somebody in there. Right. But that's an example of like, I mean, you know, you get, I, that's the one job I lose sleep over all year because you've got millions of dollars worth of people in one spot. And it's, it's the worst time of day. It's like 2:30. the sun is baking. and, and in photography terms. I say like it's the worst time of day to take a photo. Cause I have to get light essentially brighter than the sun to over, you know what I mean? To, right. to, to fill in the shadows. And uh, yeah. And I have like a minute when they get up there, you lose them because what happens is once a guy is like, Oh my God, it's so hot it's bright, you know, whatever. Like, then it's over. Like you know, you you get like sixty seconds essentially. I mean, you could push it if you want, but do you do it in spring training too. I don't do. A, I go to down there to take portraits, mm-hmm. but it's individuals.
1: So we did. We would do two. We do one in spring training. Oh, okay. And then you'd do one. It, well, actually, there were three spring training. Then you would do one. No, we're not spring training. We do one early in the season, and then we do one late in the season because after it would the call be, ups, right? It'd be different. You know, different yeah. players that are there, so they would capture both. Oh, I see. Because yeah, you yeah, it's a different team. Than in Mm -hmm. in September a lot of times
2: so mine's after the September call ups Uh, it's just one one team photo a year and like I said it's just that one is stressful there's a lot of moving parts a lot of equipment and everything's got to be ready so when they walk out and then like putting their names down where they stand you know what I mean and I don't know it just don't misspell it
1: What's that? I'm going to spell it. They're going to give you a hard time. <laughs> Kevin, you stink. We really have to do this again.
0: <laughs> well, Kevin, you do, as I, as I said at the beginning, man, you do amazing work. We're lucky to have you, and I love working with you. I know Greg does too, and we uh, we just appreciate you, man. We appreciate you taking the time with us today.
2: Oh, man, thank, thank you guys Kevin.
0: a lot. I love it. Thank you.